Let the Eurovision Song Contest begin! Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome back to the Deuce Poire podcast. Not for Eurovision forever this week. Unfortunately, Liz has died. Mum, Dad, Mike's dead! <gasps> That's right, dead serious about going to Itchy and Scratchy Land. She might not have died, she might just be sick. I wasn't really listening when she sent me that message, but for whatever reason, she is not here I think she's got voice gonorrhea again. We'll find out the hard way when she comes back and tells us. (laughs) On a completely different note, I still wanted you guys to have an episode this week. So I'm dropping in to give you just a little bit of news about Eurovision because guess what? Eurovision season generally starts in November and December. And I don't know if you know this, it's the middle of October right now, which means we're just inching closer towards Eurovision season And I think we're on the same page. We're all pretty bloody excited about that. Look, I know a lot of you may have tuned out right around the time I said Liz isn't here, but I can do an impression if it'll make you guys stick around a little longer. So let's give this a go. Oh my lord! 12! 12! 12! It's a man in a trench coat! Who knows if he can sing or not? 12! 12! 12! She's got a point. She's an icon. She's a legend, and she is the moment. If that didn't do the job, I I can't do anything for you. See you next week when she's back. But for those of you who are sticking around, let me give you just a little bit of news, okay? Because something huge has happened in Eurovision news that we haven't talked about yet on Du's Poir, and that is that we have a host city. Like, how have you been listening to this podcast and we haven't mentioned it once? That's really neglect on our part. But of course, after everyone spent all of these weeks, months, All of this build-up expecting that we would end up in Glasgow next year for Eurovision. We are instead in Liverpool. Don't laugh, the Beatles are from there. The weird part about Liverpool is that it kind of wasn't really, from what I could tell, on anybody's radar, like in any direction, you know, because the BBC's moved to Manchester. So everyone's kind of like, maybe they want to check out the new Manchester offices and production suites and all that. Everyone else is like, Scotland is so overdue. And maybe if we give them Eurovision, they won't try and leave the UK anymore. And in Liverpool, out of nowhere, is the host of Eurovision 2023. And if you are planning on going, you better start putting your money away because... (laughs) It's not cheap. It's not affordable. Uh, I think it's something like some places are going for seven thousand pounds a night. Seven thousand pounds. That's like ten thousand Australian dollars, or it would have been until the pound crashed, and it might be like twenty Australian bucks. I don't know. Ask Liz Truss. It's not my responsibility to keep an eye on this, but like. Even so, it is so much money for Eurovision. We do this a lot, though. Every year, prices obviously go up in the host city, but I think this has been a surprisingly steep jump just for accommodation. Like, tickets aside, it's in the UK. We all knew it was going to be a bigger event than we're used to when it's in, say, 
Lisbon or Baku or heaven forbid that we end up in Moscow one day again. I doubt we will, but just in case we do. So it's been really interesting to see just how big a jump it is and whether anyone will actually be able to afford to go to Eurovision 2023. I'm excited to go. I would really love to be there. Um, I'm so jealous of all of you who are already booked and on your way, but oh, just it's going to be an amazing show. And I'm so glad that we have a host city because it really feels like the bowl is starting to roll. In other news, for all of our Australian listeners, guess who's coming to town? I know, it's weird. It's me saying it and not Liz. Il Volo are coming to Australia. And hopefully you're listening to this pretty quickly because you don't have much time to get tickets. On October 18th, they will be in St Kilda in Victoria at the Palais. Gorgeous location. Two days later, they will be right here in little old Adelaide at the Theberton Theatre, one of the most iconic places in Adelaide for live music. And then on 24th, they're going back to Sydney for the State Theatre to perform there. Tickets, again, I don't know if this is just like an inflation thing, but tickets are like pretty pricey at the moment. Like even for just like seats up the back. I know they call it fancy like this, like the dress circle, but it's up the back. They're going for a hundred bucks each, which I know is not like crazy money. It's not Liverpool accommodation money. But if you're trying to save up for Liverpool accommodation, a hundred bucks a ticket, it's kind of going to eat into your budget. So if you really do love your Volo, if you are incorrect about Eurovision 2015 and think they should have won, go for it. Spend your hard-earned money because these boys can sing. They may not have won Eurovision, and I'm just really trying to say that because I know it upsets Liz when I say Italy did not win Eurovision 2015. They did not win it. They may have won the televote, but sucked in the juries exist. They did not win Eurovision. Am I repeating that? I think I'm repeating that. But if you love them, go see them perform live. It'll be a great little show for you. The third and really the final thing I want to talk about right now is that we may be getting the ball rolling on Eurovision, but it's not all positives. Montenegro are withdrawing from Eurovision 2023 and they are citing costs of staying in the UK as being prohibitive to their being able to enter the contest. Now, this is interesting to me because prices are so steep in the UK for Eurovision that like not even an entire country can send someone to Eurovision to stay there. I think that's just like... (laughs) kind of funny, kind of like really touching on the problem with it all. Um, But it is upsetting whenever a country withdraws from Eurovision. You want to see everybody there. You want to see everyone sending their best and their brightest. And it's so much fun when all of Europe and Australia comes together. And so to not have Montenegro there, mm, I mean, it's not quite the same as if, say, Ireland withdrew or Sweden or Ukraine, or Italy. You know, it's not quite the same ball game, but, I mean, everyone is welcome. We love Eurovision, and we love all of the cultures of Europe sharing a stage on the same night. So it does does suck to see Montenegro withdraw. There are rumours of other countries maybe withdrawing from the 2023 contest as well for similar budgeting reasons, but, I mean, I'm not one to gossip, so I won't say anything. The <laughs> Czech Republic. Hey. He lied to us through song. I hate when people do that. Look, I really focused on, like, costs and budgeting tonight, which is not what I planned on doing. We're not a financial podcast, you know? Like, it's not my vibe to be like, spend your money here, don't do it there. What the hell? Stay in Birmingham. But this is really where we're at at the moment. I can't give you any artists right now. I can't give you any 
hosts. I can't give you much, but I can tell you that Eurovision 2023, regardless of how much it costs, is going to be spectacular. I can just feel it. I just feel it. I mean, maybe it being like super expensive is kind of a good thing for Eurovision because we saw Italy kind of run the 2022 contest on like 10 bucks and a and a high five. So maybe the added cost of it all is going to deliver something a little bit more uh, sleek. Maybe the stage will work in Liverpool. I don't know. I also really wish I could call in and give you guys something about Australia Decides because it's meant to be in February. And normally about this time of year, we will have some info already laid down about who's going to be there, or at least just a teaser about maybe some artists that we'll be seeing. At least we usually have a date by now. So I am a little bit wary of that. Maybe they're going to go with an internal selection. I don't know. I would love if we did have an Australia Decides, considering it's the last contest that we're guaranteed to be invited to. Stop, don't, come back. But who knows? I mean, it's up in the air right now. The world is a crazy place. It's less crazy than it was in the last two years. We managed to get an Australia Decides done in that time. Hey, who am I to judge? I'm just some guy with a podcast, albeit a very a very attractive guy with a podcast with, I mean... I won't go into my attributes, but hey, Jamie's a lucky man for marrying me. The only other thing I really want to say is we will be back next Friday to start 2022 Eurovision forever. It is just like, oh, we've gotten so close to the end. And of course, Liz went around licking light poles, licking, you know, what are they called? Pedestrian crossing buttons and just... It was a habit. Once we took a mask off her, there was nothing we could do. She just went everywhere. So hopefully she'll be back with her voice this time next week and we'll be able to get the ball rolling on Eurovision Forever, getting it wrapped up at the end. So hopefully Liz will be back next week, all bright and chipper and ready to all my lord through giving everyone 12 points except Sweden because that's just her vibe. And hopefully this hasn't been the worst 10 or so minutes of your week or life. Fingers crossed. You stink! But thank you guys for listening to me waffle on for about 15 minutes about literally anything that came into my head. I just I just went with it. It was bleh. It was just words. Um, if you guys don't follow us on the socials, please do check us out at Do's Poir Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. If you guys uh, check out our link tree on there, you can find our YouTube, which still literally has absolutely nothing on it whatsoever. I don't know why I keep plugging it before we put anything on there. You can also find our Patreon, where if you've got a few spare bucks a month to chuck our way to help us produce this show, we would absolutely be very grateful. And if you've got any spare cans lying around, empty bottles, recyclables, send them down to South Australia. 10 cent deposit might help us get all the way to the UK next year for Eurovision. But hey, who knows? Life insurance policies are a thing, right? Love you. Good night.